0: Cool.
1: listening to the winnipeg music project on 101.5 umfm this is ashley biennage today i'm here with jill alexander hello hello thank you so much for coming onto the show you're very welcome great to have you yeah i love having more women on the show uh being a woman i know that we are the best (laughs) (laughs) so we need to represent uh so (laughs) tell me a little bit about yourself for people who are listening I'm a
2: singer-songwriter, I was born in Montreal, Quebec, yes I speak French, Uh, grew up in Winnipeg, I love to sing, I love to perform, I like to record, I write my own music, and I produce it with an awesome producer, Um, his name is Jason Gordon at Studio Eleven, and I am a mother, I am female, I am unique. (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's awesome, that's a great um, description of yourself, not a lot of you have just like, planned out. Um, so how did you get involved in music? Um, when I
2: was six years old, it sounds cliche, but I saw the sound of music and I knew that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, literally. Um, when I was ten years old, my family helped me to pursue that. Um, I didn't realize I could sing. I just liked the idea of singing, and I was in a couple of competitions um, within uh, the black community, and I won, and I loved the performing, but I loved singing more than anything, and I started writing throughout my teens, and in my early 20s, I started pursuing it more passionately, mm-hmm. and
1: here I am. That's great. That's awesome. And you're enjoying it, I guess. I love it. There's <laughs> nothing
2: more I'd rather do in the world, literally. Mm-hmm. I like the whole creative process. For me, it's not just singing. I love writing. I love I love everything I go through. I, I'm at a point where I can literally take the thoughts in my head and my emotions and put them down into words. I couldn't do that when I was really young. I, mm-hmm. I struggled with it. And now I can do that. And it feels good. And then to get into the studio and to pound that out and to have a... F- final product it the whole process it amazes me
1: Mm -hmm. never gets old that's awesome yeah it is definitely addicting i can tell you that um so i'll talk a little bit more about the actual songwriting process in a bit but we just started with your song i am here which was a single i'm on your was that on also on your EP? No, it wasn't. That no. was
2: when I first came out officially with my own sound, and I knew who I was back in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a single that I was putting together with a bunch of other songs that I was you know, still writing and being creative. Um, literally, the day before I had to go into the studio, I was feeling nervous and unworthy. Because um, I think I'm an average singer, but I was feeling really down. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go into the studio. I'm going to suck. This is not so good. And that night I wrote that song. And the next day I went to the studio and recorded it.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That was fast. <laughs> how, did you, uh, how did you do that?
2: Um, I poured out what I was feeling. Um, most of my songs, that's how it comes. Most times um, I'll have a song finished, written, you know, not polished, but finished within an hour. Um, I just write sometimes five minutes and that song took me literally seven minutes to write I mean it's a simple song but I was feeling really down and I just wrote how I was feeling and encouraging myself at the same time and I'm also very spiritual Um, I believe in a higher power for me that's Jesus Christ and at that moment I literally was like okay I'm not even good as a Christian. I'm not even good as a human. No one's going to like my vocals. I suck, you know. <laughs> I don't want to go record, you know, yeah. all those, you know, like voices in your head. And I wrote this song, and by the time I was done re- um writing it and I was singing it to myself, I was able to go to sleep and mm-hmm. I felt better.
1: Wow, that's really that's that's magic to me because I can, I can, it takes me months to write one song. How do you, uh, do you ever have that hesitation? Like it, it might be too vulnerable for, for you to share with other people?
2: Yes. Right around when I was doing I Am Here, um, I didn't want to share the process of that. I was just like, okay, people can listen to it. But I, I won't tell them how I wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, I've grown a lot. I've been through a, many mountains. And I've climbed them and overcome them. And I am very transparent now things like that don't faze me. No.
1: And, and what, made it, what made it easier for you to share these personal experiences with your listeners? Well, I went through uh,
2: a traumatic time in my life uh, three years ago, uh, three years plus, And I was in a domestic violence uh, situation. Um, the man of my dreams at the time, I was engaged, and t- you know we ended up living together. And it turned out he was not the man I thought he was, and he was verbally abusive, very little physically, but very verbally abusive in the fact of saying, you know, getting a shotgun and killing me and so forth. And it wasn't pleasant at all. And it took me literally two years to start to get over it after I left him.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's really intense, and I'm sorry that you had to go through that. But um, you're writing wonderful, beautiful music, now, yes. and you're sharing it with others, yes. which is a, it can also help people who might be in those situations. Absolutely. And uh, I've been reading about you um, before the interview. And you you wanted to become, a, or you are a voice of the community for people of trauma. Trying
2: uh, to be. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it's baby steps and everything I do. Um, I found out, um, not found out, or I have, I still like to say, I don't want to say had, I say have, um, PSTD, that's post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, I, When I got back here, because I was living in the States with my fiancé at the time, and when I got back here, there was a point where I didn't leave the house literally for six months, because it was too much for me mm-hmm. to do, um, you know, and then depression, and Now in my life, I've talked to certain individuals and I'm in certain groups of people who have PSTD and women that are at a point where I was three years ago. And it's not something that goes away overnight. It's something you live with and literally you have to go through it day by day. And it's kind of cool that I can talk to them and say, hey, I've been there. I mean, I'm still going through what I'm going through at this stage, Mm -hmm. but I'm striving and I got my dreams and I got my goals and I'm literally fighting for them and that's what it takes when you're in that position you literally have to fight because if you don't fight you literally crumble into nothing
1: mm-hmm. so and okay yeah um, I'm I'm not very experienced with with um, with dealing with that kind of stuff but I, I I've met many um, many people or individuals who've struggled with it and it's great that you're challenging it, or you're channeling it in such a positive um, in a positive way you're making music for people to to relate to and mm-hmm. take your experiences and build off them so they can have their own strengths and i think that's that's one of the best things you can do in those situations i agree um
2: one of my reasons for making this kind of music is for one for hope for two self-esteem because after you go through an experience like that your self-esteem is crushed it's mm-hmm. like negative a billion you know and to say and also to say hey you're not alone. That's another thing we tend to isolate. We self-isolate and it's hard to relate to other people because they don't know what's going on or they think, oh, you're fine. Get over it. That's one of the biggest things we are told and that I found from women who've been in my shoes. Get over it. Get over it. Meanwhile, they don't know we are literally fighting to get over it. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah, it's a struggle. It is. Absolutely. Um, so you had mentioned earlier when you were younger, you couldn't really you sing about your emotions and, and now you have these experiences and you are able to sing about them and confidently and, and, and almost proud because you, you, you conquered these, yeah. these things. How do you, how do you write these, these, um, these songs?
2: For me, music, more than ever in the past, let's say definitely two years, has become a huge outlet for me to just pour out what i'm feeling um most of my songs there's a song i wrote uh, released last year called fragile it was the i call it like a fork in the road moment where i had that option of just crawling back into a dark place and staying there forever or pushing myself to 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 betterment and fragile talked about it because one of the things with PSTD, and in my situation, um, there's different forms of it. Everyone has their own individual experiences. For me, it was a voice of my ex constantly saying those horrible things, because he was very degrading to me, telling me I was nothing. I was stupid. I was ugly. I was, it was just a whole bunch of really horrible things he was always telling me. And for some reason, you tend to believe it. And when I wrote Fragile, it talked about that yeah I'm fragile I'm temperamental but I know I'm blessed and being blessed means I can overcome whatever obstacle is going on in my life or in my mind I'm not perfect it's not going to be easy but I'm going to do it and I'm going to succeed so music has become just this like portal almost where I could just channel what I'm feeling I'm blessed and thankful for that opportunity Mm -hmm. that it comes out and I can just put it in a song sometimes it starts off as a poem but it it's a release for me. It's mm-hmm. therapy. <laughs> yeah, me, absolutely.
1: You know? um, and um, even breaking it down even more, more structurally, how, how are you writing these songs? Like, do you start with chord progressions? Do you start with just words, an idea? Or do you start with m- a melody and fill in the melody with, with words? Or what is, what is the actual process that you go through? Usually for
2: me, it starts with emotion. Okay. Um, what I'm feeling, what I'm, what I'm thinking. Um, it starts with an idea, so if I'm feeling really down i'll it's like talking myself through it or talking myself through a tunnel to get to the light um, and I'll write that out and For me, when I'm writing, the music comes at the same time, so often too, I will start with just that that beat that I can hear the music almost in my mind okay, and it's when I'm writing. It, If it's a song that I think is a passionate song, unless it's just a frivolous song, it could take forever. But normally, as I said earlier, it comes fairly quickly, and it's like kind of like a little package together in my brain. And i got to get it out. If I don't get it out, it repeats and repeats and repeats Mm -hmm. and repeats. And at the end of the day, I would say for the most part, it starts off lyrically, my songwriting. Lyrically, and everything else gets filled in
1: and you work around that and that what makes the message so strong i'm guessing um are you always writing songs that are based on things you're feeling your emotions or do you you draw out to like just maybe stories of other people or is it uh what what are your new topics usually with your music
2: obviously uh, you know issues i've dealt with myself but also from other people um for instance one of my most passionate things about writing about as I said earlier is about self esteem right I think there are so many people out there men women boy girl elderly children adolescents youth adults that are going through things that nobody truly understand or know about Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean they're depressed but it's a self-esteem issue. Mm-hmm. That is something I would love to be able to just hold up a loudspeaker to the whole world and say, "You are beautiful. It doesn't matter. You are awesome." you know?" And I tend to write from that perspective a lot um, for my new album that'll be coming out fairly, hopefully, by the end of the year.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> we'll have a lot of um, upbeat, dance, empowering songs like that feel good songs not just what I call not that I'm saying some people write fluff songs but songs that actually make you go yeah I get that I've been there I feel that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I tend to write about self-esteem issues a Mm -hmm. lot too
1: yeah Uh, you said you wanted them to be upbeat songs um how do you how do you make a spin on it to make it happy and upbeat and exciting and maybe danceable truth um,
2: One, I'm a soul singer primarily. And I think it's easy to add a beat to a soul singer, you know. But I also love hip hop. So I like a nice fat beat in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, And I like to dance and move. I found when I was coming out of the darkness, so to speak. Luke, <laughs> okay, I am your father. Okay. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a huge sci-fi nut. Seriously, I'm just a big geeky girl. Um, and my thing was... Being able to dance or move or music, you know, and necessarily, you know, sad, sappy songs didn't really help me. But to have something with a beat, you know, bob my head, tap my toe, you know, dance yeah. a bit. Cool. So I'm hoping it all helps.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Definitely. That's that's a great way to look at it too like It's it's easy to uh write sad songs about sad things, but making a spin on it is kind of like a challenge, and it's yeah. its a healing process, like you said earlier. I agree. That's great. So, um, one of the reasons why you're on the show, other than I'm, I really enjoy listening to your music, um, I actually was introduced to you um, from uh, Sam from Witch Police. Yes. Um, he's amazing. If you don't know who that is, why, why, how do you not look them up (laughs) look at which police radio they're awesome yeah they're another podcast uh that uh, interviews um musicians i don't think just locally like when music project but out there so shout out to um sam uh he's hosting these uh, live events called the uh, big mix up and they're actually having the big mix up all-star edition um uh, jill and i will actually be in um it's on january 29th at at the park theater um it's when a bunch of I guess, random. I guess we're not really as random anymore because we do know each other. But we, we um, are random artists all kind of put into a, a hat and they pick out names. And uh, we go and we form a temporary band. Um, and then the crowd actually has the opportunity to um, <laughs> shout out a genre that they would like to hear yeah. and the topic of the song. So then the artists need to figure out um, what what to play and try to entertain them without getting gonged and um, uh the song has to end i guess yeah I, I just realized i'm not very good at describing what happens i think it um, is
2: such a cool process and so unique i think it should like take over the world i mm-hmm. think it's really neat
1: it's such a great like um idea because yeah. it's it's it, i don't know if maybe it's unique it's unique to me because i've never heard of it before it gets yeah. the audience involved which is super awesome because the world is so interactive nowadays with like youtube in the comment section um but which which, which make up were you in or like uh there had, there three, been three? Um, Okay, i was out in october just mm-hmm. around halloween so. yeah it's halloween edition yeah we wore costumes mm-hmm. cool. oh that's awesome there's already been three the all-star edition is previous people or people from previous big mix-ups i'm from i was in the second one and um i guess just bringing us all back um i think you and i are the only female artists this, this Come time. on, Winnipeg! are the female artists. I mean, they're out there. <laughs> I, I know that they're out there. It's just I want to connect with you. They're 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 s- sneaky and hidden, I guess. Um, so, people who are listening, you should definitely come hear us make up music and come in. Actually, on uh, just this past Sunday, uh, when was it? The twenty second. I don't know. I think it's the 22nd. Yeah. Um, the Village Idiots, which is a local um, new kind of plan idea thing that's been happening where they have live performances of shows. And as a way to promote the big mix of all stars, uh, they had uh, some artists play there. And then people could comment on the video, the live feed. Um, with suggestions and everything, kind of like the like the show will be, but mm-hmm. uh, from the comfort of your own home. So if you haven't seen that video, I recommend you go check out The Village Idiots and, um, and watch it and watch some of their previous shows where they actually have bands come in. So I'm just plugging right now. This is the plugging <laughs> time, apparently. Um, but that, that's also a great way to see kind of what it's about without before going. But you should come. It's on January 29th at the Park Theater. It's $8 cover. Um, it's going to be so much fun. Um, Doors open at 7.30. We'll be taking the stage live at 8 p.m. Yeah, you're much better at this than I am. <laughs> but yeah, it's honestly, it's so much fun. It's great to go up on stages because you're you're a solo artist, correct? Yes, I am. Yeah, so my And it's, it's so nice to be on in a I know in a with band other <laughs> talented musicians that just get you like that. Mm-hmm. It's you know? actually insane how amazing yeah. people can just be on the fly yeah. and, and, and and you feed off that energy. It is. Um, that's fantastic. It's Magical. It is, and it's. I totally recommend everyone come and check it out. Um, they also have, like, recordings um, of previous ones online that you can yeah, watch podcasts. too. Yes. Um, but let's uh, move on from that. I just wanted to plug that. I'll talk about it again <laughs> later. Um, but that being said, we mentioned it. Uh, women in the music business. Uh, I was reviewing a previous interviews that I've done. And I only have a handful of female artists that I've interviewed. Um, maybe, like, close to, like, out of the... I am really bad numbers. I probably should have checked this. But, like, around 70 interviews, maybe, like... Twelve are women's. Wow, like it's crazy, and it's not like it's not our fault. There's a lot of male artists, and why do you think that it's harder for me to find female artists? I'm asking you now, (laughs) not just the listeners.
2: (laughs) As we wait in silence, no one's saying anything. Um, my thoughts on that is that there's a lot of bands out here in Winnipeg. We're just talking Winnipeg primarily. Mm -hmm. Um. And most of those bands are male bands. Um, I'm not sure why. Um, there's not a kind of balance between male and female artists, whether a soloist or in a band or duo or whatnot. Um, I've met with many musicians and literally, even let's say on my Facebook page, 95% of them are male musicians.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know what, what it is. Um, and i like, there's like the Manitoba or on Facebook we have the Manitoba Women in Music page we're all like uh, we're all. Are you on it? On Manitoba Music, yes. But uh, we, there's like a special group page that for just female artists. I'll add you. Okay, I'll add you. Thank you. Um, and uh, we promote each other's music and everything. So th- I know that they're they're out there, and it's very interesting. If people wanted to like message me on uh, Twitter and Facebook at the Winnipeg Music Project. um answering what you think why it's so much so much harder to find women that would be fantastic i don't know why this conversation is so interactive with the audience today but it's great i actually saw someone was trying to call in earlier and i apologize that i didn't answer um i don't know how to answer the <laughs> <laughs> Uh i have to have someone help me so um apologize for that uh, if you want to tweet questions uh or the Pick music project um on twitter i will read them there and we can answer them there but um, i apologize if you're trying to call in um what I really wanted to ask you about was your your music. You said that you you do you solo produce or do you have someone produce for you?
2: Studio 11. Um my producer since 2012, Jason Gordon. Um he's really good. Um he gets me. Um we work well together. Um I go in, you know, I tell him the song, we lay it out, we punch it out together. Um, he also has a way of pushing me, especially in the last uh, year, I'd say, of pushing me. Because if you ever heard my song, Emotional Suicide, that's where where I used to like to live vocally. And it's more of a kind of somber, you know, taking it easy, not pushing any vocals too much. And I enjoyed singing like that. Um and Jason helped me. He's like, N- you can go higher. No, you can you can push it a little. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he works really well. Um, if you're ever looking to record or have anything produced uh, in Winnipeg, my opinion I'd say with Jason Gordon's probably a very good bet.
1: Um, yeah. Hmm. And so every song that you you write, do you do you record them right away, or do you only choose like the songs you feel strongest about?
2: Only the ones that I want. To share because I think they're actually a decent song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I can write anywhere. Every day I write at least one song, um, but you know, there's some days where I write like 19 or 20 songs, and out of those 20 songs, there's only two that I might keep in my what I call my good song book. You know, mm-hmm. I have song books that I write in, and those are ones that I will continue to produce or develop.
1: Mm-hmm. That's actually an excellent thing that you said. That like you write multiple and only a couple p- make it through. Um, I've noticed that artists like you have to have that kind of process where you, you, if you're like, like myself, writing music, um, there's going to be songs that aren't that aren't going to make it. Yeah. Um, but you just got to finish them and move on, and that's what actually makes you a stronger songwriter. True. I know artists who will. Uh, I'm not saying that this is a, a wrong to me. Some people are. are fairly good or or, or very good at reading lyrics not fairly very good Uh, and the song they write that's the song they use um which i wish i had that that superpower i unfortunately don't i don't have it either (laughs) yeah no not very many of us do because it's and we're so hard on ourselves too um but uh, that's great to hear that you also have that technique. They don't all make it out there. Don't worry, people who are listening. Yeah. Um, so I want to listen to your next song um, called Beautiful. Uh, yeah. This was a single, but it was also released on your EP. Yes,
2: that came out in 2006, December, mm-hmm. last month. 2016? Yes. Okay, not 2006. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I am very proud of this song. Mm-hmm. Um, For the fact that it was my coming out as a trauma uh, individual survivor I don't like saying that word but it's the only word I have Um, that's what I wrote it if someone didn't know me or know know about what I've been through they would think oh this girl is vain well I'm not just saying I'm beautiful la 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 I am the best no I mean you are (laughs) (laughs) you know I'm still learning to digest comments like that but I'll take it thank you Um, I had a very hard time even looking myself in the mirror, um, or even at my own self, you know, and saying I'm beautiful because I was told I I wasn't. And when I wrote the song, it was like, for anyone, you know, male, female, anyone who's been through anything traumatic, you're beautiful. It doesn't matter what you look like even on the outside, you are beautiful. You need to be beautiful. You need to believe you're beautiful, you know? And that's where the song came from.
1: That's beautiful. All right. I love that. I'm so excited. It is beautiful. I didn't, I didn't mean to say it's beautiful because of the title of it. Uh, That's that also a great message. <laughs> Whoops. Um, so uh, thank you so much, Jill. Jill Alexander. You're welcome. Uh, we are going to take a really quick break. We're going to listen to Beautiful, and we'll come back and talk more about you and your music and, um, and stuff. So everyone who's listening, this is the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Bignage, and now you are listening to Beautiful.
0: I us look at my thoughts, now I'm sitting in it, and it's bubbling over, see there's no shame in it, but I gotta make it over. functional right now, but I'm nowhere close to having it all figured out, but I'll celebrate all of me, beautiful, sexy, free, yeah, I'm beautiful, sexy, and free. between my future and now so i'm sitting in it and it's bubbling over i'm sitting in it
1: Back on the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bianch. I am still with Jill Alexander. Hello. Um, we just finished listening to your song, Beautiful, which was in fact a beautiful song. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, no, you're welcome. It's true. I'm not lying. So, uh, you were just telling me this really great story uh, yeah. while we we're listening to it about um, the recording process for the song. You want to just repeat it? So oh, for can sure. It? <laughs> it was really
2: cool when I was listening to it because I haven't heard it for a while. And Um, I remember the day I was in the recording booth and I was singing and I didn't necessarily feel the lyrics, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, I'm beautiful, but I didn't feel beautiful. And I was just kind of singing it, you know, and Jason, who's the producer at Studio 11, he was, um, you know, by his production uh, station outside the booth and he was dancing and it made me laugh. And that's why there's that little laugh in the song and we kept it in. And it's just, amazing i remember that
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's awesome and like i was saying like it's crazy that you have that you think it's that we, that we as women have to think that it's vain that we think we're beautiful i know like isn't that crazy like why can't i feel good about myself like i work hard to like get up early every morning and put my makeup on you know <laughs> like, why can't i can't look good <laughs> you know i did my hair yeah exactly and i, I was just that's crazy i don't know like I, I don't usually talk about this kind of stuff um but just i guess just like trump has just like ignited this fire inside of me and i've just been you know what women rock um, yeah. And I'm planning on having a, a whole month in this in the near future of just women artists. I'm going to try to do Woo! that because it's going to be it's going to be awesome. But, so love people it. stay tuned for that. Um, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, that being said, uh, so you said being you you like writing? Do you like? I love it. Do That's, you also I love it? Do you like performing? I love
2: writing. I enjoy performing because that <laughs> is also part of the finished um, process. So there's the you know thought process, there's the writing, the completion of writing a song, um, the completion of a complete finished product of the song that you're ready to take into a studio. There's the studio time, there's the completion of the song in the studio. Then it still goes on to finish that process from the thought process is to perform it. And that's the end result, mm-hmm. right? So you record it and you perform it, and when I do that for the first or second time, it is nerve wracking because now it's like everything that I did from the moment I thought about this song. Oh my stars! Okay, hope they like it. Hope they get me.
1: Mm, so and, you, ex- oh, go ahead sorry. no. It's all right. <laughs> so, but do you, you don't pre- or perform your songs before it's recorded? No, no. And, and and why did you decide to do it that way? Because
2: I wanted one to be the best it could be, and two, um. I want to know that what I'm putting out is what I intended from the get go. Um, I don't, I never want to be or strive to be an artist that I consider in my opinion watered down. Okay. You know? Um, What do you mean
1: by that, watered down? I don't want to
2: just be an artist who's trying to make, don't get me wrong. Like, I have a five-year plan, you know, get a Juno, a (laughs) Grammy. I'm not kidding. That's good. Making, you know, a minimum of a million a year. Yeah. And literally, you know, and it's true. Some people are like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, sure, whatever. No, we
1: have the same five-year plan. You know, (laughs) but
2: that's what I'm going for. Excuse me. But at the same time, I don't want to deviate off my balance road, um, to get to that, so I don't want to do things or say things or perform things a certain way if it's not truly me.
1: That's really interesting. So, I, that's I hear, important. To me. Yeah, no, I, I hear. Um, I hear different um, performing or um, different. I guess pros orders of how people do them do things. Oh, the sentence was bad. I apologize. People who are listening. It's not process. Yeah, thank you. Um, or just like the steps of how they release their music. First, people will write it perform it, get the feel from the audience, change it if they need to, and then release it. I have people will write it, record it, and then release it. And I also have also heard people go on tour with it, and um, and then once they've kind of really just figured out everything, then they record it. And it's really interesting. Like, I mean, it depends on the artist and, and what works for them, and I'm glad that you found something that works for you and keeps you true to your message, yeah. uh, which is so important the most important thing is is you and your music before yeah. brand and everything i'm not going to talk about that though cuz that's boring um <laughs> so the reason why i'm talking about performing uh is was it always easy for you mm, no the first
2: time i performed you know outside of you know within your family or your house as a kid i was 10 years old um within the Black community, there was, what was it, the organization for uh, West Indian Island, where my mom's from, the Grenadian Association, mm-hmm. and it was to sing in front of, it was like a thousand people, right? Mm-hmm. It was my first time, and before I'm going to stage, it is so loud, because everyone's talking, no one's paying attention. Someone else was singing before me. No one paid any mind to that person, and I'm like, now now was an adult. I got on stage, 10 years old, and I used to be just a tiny little thing, and you could hear pin drop, which made me more nervous, right? Mm-hmm. And I could just look at my mom, which my mom, by the way, is a huge, huge factor in my life, that a rock. And without her, I literally probably would be insane. <laughs> and <laughs> no joke, you know. And See, I
1: could say my mom's the reason why I'm going insane. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sorry, mom, you're
2: listening. I love my mom. No, no parent is perfect, but you know, at the end of the day, my mom, she's there. Mm-hmm. She's there for me. Not to get sidetracked, but I'm very thankful. That's another reason why I'm pushing forward because I have a very strong family balance. Mm-hmm. Like my brother, kind of acts as my manager. Um, My family, you know, my decisions I make in my music career, I pass it by them, too, to get their feedback. They're very strong support and a rock for me. Mm -hmm. So it makes it very much easier to be in this industry. And they'll
1: be be honest with you.
2: Extremely honest, you know. And I'll be like, okay, when everyone else, you know, will give you fluff or be nice to you. Because at the end of the day, this industry, I've learned, um, is all business, right? As an artist, you know, it's about the music and singing and whatnot. But if you don't know the, bu- excuse me, the business side of it, you will fail. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my opinion. It's like 90% business and you know 10% talent. So anywho, mm-hmm. <laughs> totally got sidetracked. Um, so I was singing and everyone just listened to me sing and I made it through. But my nerves often still get the better of me, even now at my age, to perform.
1: And so how do you how do you deal with your
2: nerves? I have one ritual that I do, which most people who see me might think I'm uh, antisocial, is I don't talk before I perform. Like one hour to two hours before, I don't talk. Mm-hmm. I don't talk. You know, I may have to say hello or not. I shake someone's hand. And I hug people. I'm, I'm a huge hugger. I like to hug. So I hug people, but I don't talk. I don't say anything. And I get... Keep thinking of the song order in my brain. Mm -hmm. It's like an Olympian. Don't get me wrong. I do not look like an athlete, (laughs) but (laughs) it's it's kind of like that. Um, Yeah, you have to prepare mentally, Mm -hmm. right? You can't just go up there all willy nilly. I can't, at least you know, or else you will fail. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I know it's sci-fi, and.
1: (laughs) I didn't get that reference. What was that?
2: You will fail. Um, Yoda?
1: Oh, Star Wars. Okay. Oh, I, I um, that, okay. You will fail. That's my Yoda. Okay. okay. It sucks, but yeah. No, no, no. I just apparently have not watched Star Wars enough. I apologize. Oh, no. Gosh,
2: it, I remember, I think it started when I was 17. I got super obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. I would watch each movie. Um, You know, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Star Wars. Every night before I went to bed. Oh, three. wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, let's not go there. Like I said, I'm a big <laughs> geek, but uh, yeah, it's it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, that's my process. And then when I get on stage, I let it out. I I don't perform, meaning try to entertain the crowd. I just go up there and I'm me. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned. That's my best <laughs> secret weapon. Yeah. And I also pray before I go on <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to help balance my nerves.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know. Okay, and to remind myself that there is something bigger than me, and I'm not it. Because also in this industry, when you get a lot of accolades or you know applause or you know, I don't like to get a swollen ego. You know, I'm just me. I'm you know, I'm cool. I'm good, but I'm not all that.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? and I think it's important to stay humble in the I industry because like if someone meets you and you're like, yeah, I'm the best, then they kind of get thrown out even before listening to your music. Because what if you are the best, but you can't... Mm. can't
2: (laughs) Well, let's just put that to rest right now, (laughs) Ashley. I'm not the best, okay? But um, I've always said this, and it's not because I'm putting myself down. I'm an average singer, um, but I have a lot of hope, and I like to share that hope Mm -hmm. with whoever wants to listen or whoever needs it or whoever just wants to chill and listen to some hopefully pretty good music.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) So do you have any advice for... Beginning artists who maybe are uh, channeling their their, I guess I don't know the word uh, pr- like previous struggles and they want they want to sing about it, um, or they want to get maybe not even that but they want to get out there and perform and share their 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 music with others. Do you have any advice for them?
2: Oh, for sure. Um, one thing I would say before you do, no matter where you are as a musician, at what stage you're at, um, or how young or old you are you need to know or get to know who you are musically you know um are you trying to be a pop star because you like pop music or is that what you want to do so if you're a singer right mm-hmm. now if you're a musician that 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 works that first piece i said but as a singer you need to know your vocals you need to know what you're capable and within that you need to practice i have a schedule. I write one day well I know songs still come every day but yeah. I purposely set out time to write every day and then I practice the next day so it's on off on off for me and I have that schedule going um, I think it's really important because the more you put into it the better you get so if in self you don't have shows and you don't have gigs but then when they come You're ready. Because I'll tell you this much. Dreaming about it and actually doing it, like being on stage doing it, there's two completely different things. And you can know your songs but never had practice and get on that stage and be like, "Uh, uh, uh," you know, just it takes
1: time. It does i can I can tell this horror story. I would bring my lyrics up with me when I performed because <laughs> yeah. I hadn't memorized them comfortably enough to be able to But be, nerves yeah and, and nerves will make me blank, and yeah. I just I didn't want to forget anything, so I had my lyrics on me, and I looking back like i't I, I don't want to do that anymore, yeah. like, I think that takes away from the performance and focusing yeah. on lyrics rather than myself as well, trying to deliver the message
2: also just a little. You know, inside tip here: <laughs> I still forget lyrics, um, no matter how comfortable I am. So, be prepared to improvise. Mm-hmm. Okay, for example, I may sing the wrong verse, so I need to make that second verse fit as the first one, and then rearrange them. You need to be able to do that on the fly, so no one knows.
1: Yeah, so p- practice messing up at home <laughs> and uh, figure out what to
2: do. <laughs> no, be comfortable with your vocals and be comfortable with who you are. My best advice is don't try to be something you're not.
1: Mm -hmm. Just be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why you're so good at the big mix-up, because you can make up lyrics on the fly. Like, I can't do that. Like, that's not something I do. There's lots of, like, oohs and ahs while I'm singing, because I don't know what to say. Uh, Which, I guess, maybe isn't always the the worst thing you can do. No. Um, So, so far, as a musician, what is your proudest accomplishment? As a musician? A performer, I
2: guess. One where I'm at right now I know to you know the naked eye it doesn't seem like I'm all that successful but I know what's around the corner I have a lot of hope I have one of my best qualities of who I am I'm very tenacious and for some reason I wasn't years ago but I am now I think literally I could conquer any mountain um I have a I'm not going to give up attitude um You know, I've done interviews. Um, I've, you know, had people say, oh, your music's great. You know, I sold some music. Um, But I really would have to go with that. Where I'm at right now is my biggest accomplishment. I have the business side of the industry. You know, I'm learning more and more all the time, but I'm Mm -hmm. studying that and I'm working in that field. I'm, like, mentally and, you know i'm making more connections and i don't know my horizons seem very bright you know i love where i'm at right now and who i am right now you know i'm always trying to be better
1: you know? mm-hmm. oh that's awesome that's great uh i <laughs> love you. i love that too i just love everything apparently and you, <laughs> if you haven't noticed so then what is your favorite song to perform live currently i mean that's totally welcome to change but at this exact moment right now it's fragile fragile yeah Mm-hmm.
2: That, that's my baby. Mm-hmm.
1: We won't be playing it today, but I know that it's on your Manitoba Music page. I saw it, it there. So people can uh, just Google you and find you right. on com, and it's there. And I'm sure it's probably on maybe your SoundCloud. It's or... on SoundCloud. Okay. Um, it's on YouTube. You can get to it on my Facebook mm-hmm. If it's on page. YouTube, what I can do is on the podcast post on the website, I will have the YouTube video for Fragile there, so people who want to tune in or listen to it, it will be there. So you can... Um, um, listen to that one because it, it sounds like it's a really great song. Um, I haven't had t- I, I listened to the first little bit of it when I was researching you and stalking you. Um, but um, <laughs> for people who want to listen to the full thing, I will have that available, available for you. True. And they can find it on soundcloud.com
2: forward slash Jill slash. No, excuse me.
1: Soundcloud.com forward slash J I L L dash little a. A and I'll, I'll include a link to that as well on the podcast or on the podcast page, oh, sure. so you can find that. Just I'll, I think I'll find it, so you don't have to send it to me or anything. <laughs> um, so, how do you balance all of this music and commitments to writing and and recording with working and family? You so said that you're a mother. Yes. Um, how do you balance all of that with music?
2: Um, for me, I'd have to say my best thing is my faith. Um, one being balanced is very important to me. And juggling all those things can be very daunting mm-hmm. um, when there's not enough time in the day. Um, I work, you know, at my little job at from twelve thirty to nine p.m. Um, I'm a mom. Um, I have one child, my son, who is amazing. I love you, David. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be like, oh, <laughs> like, oh mom, seriously? <laughs> I told you don't. Anyways, no, he's <laughs> awesome, and um, it's just him and I. Um, I have a great extended family, but, you know, it's him and I, and my music career is another career in itself, mm-hmm. and it's growing, and it's huge, and it's time-consuming, and I'm forever trying to play catch-up with messages and emails, and and sometimes I just feel like I could pull up my hair. It's like, I need more time. Oh, but I have to sleep. Um,
1: Do you, though? Do you have to sleep? (laughs) You know what I mean? Seriously. Sometimes
2: I'm like, I could do it four hours. Okay, let me just do this two more emails and I'll get four hours. I'm good. Yeah. Um, As a female, I think a lot of females, we do that. We juggle a lot of many hats. I'm not saying males don't, but my experience. Yeah, as being a woman. You know? (laughs) And we're always trying to push and to do more. Yeah. So I found that my faith gives me a place. I go into my secret closet and I just breathe, I pray, I focus on God, and I just let everything else fall down. Everything that's in the air that I'm trying to, I have my hand here, I have my hand here, and a lot of these things, people can't move or do stuff without my okay or my response, and I let it all just fall to the ground, let it go, don't think about it, breathe, and I thank God for being God and for being a balancer in my life. And I just stay there for a while until everything is calm. My mind is calm. Life is calm. Every problem, issues, everyone who's trying to get contact me is gone. Then when I'm out of my secret closet, I go back to it. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to take some time away from it. We're not millionaires. We can't go on a vacation for a day or two, Mm -hmm. right? Or even overnight. Yeah. So for me, my relationship with christ is an escape it's a mini vacation <laughs> into sanity that's, you know that's great so it helps bring balance to me awesome yeah cool it does and singing too i also sing at my church so every sunday mm-hmm.
1: and that helps i guess yeah and- miracle apostolic really awesome represent mm-hmm. anyway, <laughs> um so we're doing great in time, so I want to ask one more really quick question um, that's not really related to closing up, but uh, you are a singer, in case people didn't notice. That's yes, what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Why, actually, I am. Yeah. Yeah. I am. No. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, I noticed. Um, so uh, I was wondering, like, I. I being an artist who is not vocally trained specifically, I've had lessons and everything, and I know many artists who go into bands and musicians or music want to make music and they don't have maybe the opportunity to take lessons okay. or they just never had the experience. Do you have any um, vocal or breathing techniques, really quickly, to share with people that can help improve their singing and confidence when they're they're sharing their lyrics? I think one thing to be able to do, one of the
2: coolest tips that I tell anyone. Um, for example, children who want to sing at my church and, you know, I'm helping them through it, is to put your hand. you got to find your diaphragm. Okay, if you're not sure, ask your parent or your friend or your spouse. Or the internet. Where, you know, where your <laughs> diaphragm in is. Please do not hurt yourself. It's above your belly button. <laughs> find it. Take a little breath. Find it. Feel it. Become one with it. <laughs> and when you sing... I know it sounds weird. Don't sing in your throat. I mean, it was my mom who taught me this, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I was a throat singer. One, you cannot do a concert. You cannot do performance. You can't record. You won't be able to sing long at all if yeah. you're singing in your throat. And what that means is if you're just keeping all your air, if you're deriving your, your full breath from your throat, one your notes also won't last very long so practice hold your hand on your tummy find that breath and breathe and inhale from there when you're singing mm-hmm. and it takes practice and that is a huge tip
1: yeah absolutely um that's great my um because when you use your throat your, your your all that tension can be bad for your neck mm-hmm. and very bad for your throat and you can get lightheaded and breathing is weird and you can actually hear it in people in singing in their voices yeah. when they breathe from like from their lungs and their neck yeah. rather than just their from using their diaphragm and their exactly. whole body singing is a whole body experience it is it is um, that's a great tip and it takes um,
2: practice and stand up and do it you know don't sit down you should stand up mm. and you know sing when
1: you're sitting mm-hmm. unless you are sitting at the piano <laughs> i have been told <laughs> that if you lean forward a little bit is actually, it, can open it can help. It can help. That, I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, that's how my, one of my vocal coaches told me. Um, I don't know if it's actually true, um, but it works for me. Uh, that's great. No, I love that that um, that tip. Um, so you said right now that you're just working on uh, writing right now because you plan yes. on releasing that album. Uh, what made you decide to release a full length album? Album.
2: <laughs> because one, my five year plan.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I have to take steps. I have to take risks, and doing that is part of it. Um, so then we can set up touring. I'm even looking into touring with other bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's in the works. That's still, you know, I can't talk about that yet. Um, okay, so just forget what you just said. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> delete. Yeah. <laughs> but I am working on several different things, avenues that could work out. Um, I get a lot of people, actually, fans, that ask me. Um, even this past couple of weeks, I had a couple of people ask me, "What am I going to perform in L.A.? Um, so working on oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, working on performing in um, North America. Mm-hmm. Um, working on things getting set up through my label, BME. Um, I'm also working on... There is one song... That, i mean jason gordon is an amazing producer in my opinion um for me working with a uh, well known producer but i i still don't want to go out and say just yet mm-hmm. but you know um he's you know won a grammy and all that so i um, you know him and i've been talking so
1: mm-hmm. yeah for the album Okay, so if people would like to stay tuned with your music and like to hear about the stuff when it's when you actually officially release it and everything, where can people find you on social media to keep on tabs with that? I would say um, Facebook. Mm-hmm.
2: So come find me at facebook.com forward slash J-I-L-S, or excuse me, Jill Singer Songwriter. Mm-hmm. Easier if I said it all one word.
1: Okay, and anywhere else?
2: Uh, Twitter. 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 Twitter.com forward slash jil alexander six, Or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram.com forward slash Jill, J-I-L-L underscore
1: B-M-E. B-M-E. All right. And then uh, in YouTube.
2: On, on YouTube, SoundCloud. just
1: Jill Alexander. Yep. And SoundCloud. Mike gave it earlier. Yeah. I will. I'll link to all of these on the blog post as well to make it easier for everyone. That will be available the Friday after the interview. So if you are listening and you're on from the podcast just ignore this the statement that is running on and that <laughs> making sense um <laughs> so great we do have to wrap up though i'm unfortunately i still have so many questions i w- want to ask you but we're just ran out of time uh so you'll you'll have to come back um absolutely so when you're when you have your album release just message me and you can totally come back i'm totally okay with that um the song that we're going to close with sentient being sentient being really cool story do i have a moment yep
2: um, okay, you know, I talked about, you know, I'm inspired from various, you know, things. Mm-hmm. But this one, because <laughs> I am a sci-fi freak, I love Voyager. Um, anyone who knows that, um, if they know what Voyager is. Um, Star show? Trek. It's Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. Right? It's like a branch of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching an episode, um, Captain Janeway, which <laughs> I love her. Um <laughs> met these beings and they were called sentient beings and you know they're aliens and I literally paused it and I wrote the song
1: great (laughs) All right, so then we will uh, listen to it. Everyone, this has been Jill Alexander. I'm Ashley Bignage on the Winnipeg Music Project at 101.5 UMFM. If you want to hear the whole interview again, or if you missed the first half, don't worry. You'll listen to the podcast on uh, uh, winnipegmusicproject.com, as well as on iTunes and Google Play. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for having me, Ashley. This has been great. Thank you so much. Uh, I loved it. (laughs) Good. I loved having you here. Uh, We're going to listen to uh, Cynthia Bean. Yes, we are. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming, it's coming.
0: You're my sentient feet.